everybody, welcome to The Truth Hurts. Today we're gonna to be talking about Joshua Brown and in relation to Amber Geiger, uh, the police officer, the, 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 the murderous whore that uh, shot and killed Botham John and is inadvertently responsible for Joshua, uh, Joshua Brown's death as well. So Joshua Brown uh, was lived right across from Botham John in the building out there in Texas. He had met him maybe only a few weeks prior, and he said that he would hear him playing and singing gospel music, um, which is probably related to the noise complaint, right, that this woman actually filed, uh, the lady who killed Botham uh, uh, John. So that's how they had become, uh, you know, kind of friendly. They didn't really know each other like that, but he testified that he heard, he lived right across, he heard uh, like somebody, uh, some commotion. He, you know, basically gave some information and he was shot four days later. Uh, there was another lady, the lady, when I talked about the video of her pacing, uh, she dealt with a lot of her, I, I want somebody to check up on her, I'm actually gonna do the same. Get her name from this uh, video I watched to try to track her down in terms of what her, what her status is. She probably went into hiding herself because uh, she was harassed right after this happened when, you know, she, you know after the few days that she had posted it online, after she posted it, was getting visits from federal agents and uh, cops and different things and she said it was getting really strange she was harassed receiving uh, threatening phone calls and eventually lost her job uh, they said they didn't want anything connected to like that kind of case and uh, she said she was in fear herself so um, I'm going to talk about a couple more specifics but I want to get right down to it um, and just let people know what it is you know here's the truth hurts uh, I really wish a lot of the content and a lot of things we talk about had different results. You know, um, when we talk about more of the empirical concepts of this world, all of those are true. Uh, I've seen them in practice. I practice them. I've watched them materialize. And uh, there's many, there's much evidence if you look around you of people using these things, whether it's creating their own reality, changing their perception, and, and, and changing the energies of the world but one thing we also talk about is the realm dynamics and the fact that you are it's like a life is like one of those online simulation games where yeah you make your character you can conduct yourself the way you want but once you go into that interactive world right that's what life is you're still affected by something that somebody else wants to do if you were in some sort of interactive life game right and you said i'm not going to be violent I'm not gonna uh, take from anybody. I'm gonna create, I'm gonna uh, buy blocks. I'm gonna go to work in this little store, buy blocks, bricks, and then get into real estate. But if there's other interactive players and they wanna uh, pull up on you and shoot you, take something from you and do it, you still have to have a plan of action uh, how to deal with that. And that's pretty much uh, my summation of living in America. And it's, especially as a black person, because you have um, you have to do what you have to do, and life is much bigger than even these, these racist things, these cops, these fake systems. Nobody really controls life. And at the end of the day, uh, a natural disaster can wipe us all out. So you can't put too much stock into this stuff yet. You must be fully aware, seen, and um, you know prepared, prepared to do some things that are pretty much limitless. Uh, in terms of your survival and in terms of just standing up for yourself even if you die. And I've always said this, um, you just have to look at it. So let's, 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 let's look at what's happening. So 
we don't know, first of all, who shot this guy, but let's be real. If you look at Ferguson, look at the history of this country, I'll detail it for you in a later podcast, but this is what they did. The, the, the police officers and the police, excuse me, not even police officers, the police institution in this country, 70% is deep racist, deep, like, uh, just worse than the KKK, KKK a little bit less. And, you know, you have about 30% that I think about neutral to fair, maybe one or 2%. Really got some good because they're just because the natural law of it is that they're just good people everywhere. But just like everywhere, whether it's a good journalist who really cares, right? Journalists are killed all the time. Political leaders are killed all the time. Bankers and CEOs and people working in business are killed all the time. People are killed all the time for many reasons, but one of the main reasons is being real, standing up for people, fighting. Nipsey Hussle was killed. The CEO was killed. The uh, activist was killed in Brazil. The journalist was killed for saying the right thing. A person was killed for writing a book that details things. What's this guy that was just killed? Uh, Jeffrey, uh, not Jeffrey, what's, oh God, what's his name? Uh, this guy from, um, from uh, what was that, Florida. You know, the guy with the kids and, 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 um, uh, and all those famous people that he was uh, bringing the young kids to. He was killed in jail. Uh, I, I shot a podcast talking about Sandra Bland, lady who was pulled over a few years ago in Texas and murdered in jail. They're murdering you in jail. It's the reason why people run from, from police. The reason why people don't, why you people avoid police because they're, they're the mob, because they are. And I can go on and on, but that's just a quick little rant because the, the release, which is not something uh, that's odd. It literally happens every day. But just like many of the things that happen in this world, you know, there's so many distractions and there's so much brainwashing to the average mind, plus the trauma of it all, you can't process it. But if you really sit back and you develop your mind and you start to take it in, you realize it's just a, it's like an onslaught of trauma to you that they know you'll eventually kind of just withdraw from. And that's what's happening here. But the messages are sent loud and clear. That's what I've always said. When I was younger, watching these type of things, especially with police, I said the message was always loud and clear. I never really cared about the act that the human being did. I said anybody can do any act. I can go get a, a, a gun right now and walk anywhere and just start spraying people. Like, everybody can, can kind of do that. But I said the laws show the real America. The laws show how people really feel. The laws show the real trauma or the, or delivers the real trauma because if I go do that the law will come down on me put me in jail for life message sent right black man go out there with the streets so you can do something crazy you're going to jail for life if they don't kill me on the scene which is preferable um, when they arrest me if somebody else goes and, and does the, if a cop does the same thing and gets a year in jail a cop would it would be reinforced that a cop can do that to people. So now there's a few reasons this happened. One is that you know they they want police. It's one of it's one of the it's like the, they're the pawns of feudalism. You know they're the first line defense. Uh, you know a fairly average person is given a uh, an excessive amount of power. That's like the that's the mental play. And with that power, they they, they allow them to flex it on society to keep the people in control. By keeping people in control, just at the police officer level, there's six, seven more levels where you can get to the real, real shit here. 
And those people rarely have to come out. They will come out. But just when things get above the police, you know, and this is why the police behave the way they do, because guess what? There's more people than police. In almost any city, if 80% of the people came seriously armed and even relatively trained and, and, and did things the police are taught, they would be under a lot of pressure. Therefore, people would, after that, then you quickly see uh, National Guard, you quickly see uh, federal agents, army, even military, even uh, if need be, and other types of people even before that. So those are like the first uh, defenders, and their job is to instill fear. And in turn, for instilling that fear, they get a little bit of societal protection and power, right? And um, what what you'll see is the way they behave, though, is like a gang. So if you're from an urban community, you know well aware how these people behave. Because in, in, in those urban communities, they behave as, on full gang mode. You know, it's just full gang mode. Other parts of society, there's still abuses, but it's just not as bad. So what you're seeing in this case is a message, right? It's a message, and they're trying to instill fear. And um, I just want to talk about a couple of things before we leave. First, I want you guys to go study Joshua Brown, and uh, let's do the same thing with him. But let's change. And, and hopefully people realize that in this, you're at war, whether you realize it or not. Now, maybe it's not, it's not fair to say war, because war usually consists of two sides who agree, hey, we're fighting. This is really just abuse, and you're at abuse, and that's what, you know, uh, some Americans understand, definitely black Americans understand. Others refuse to admit it, and others consistently want to tell you to go out here and vote and do all these same stupid things instead of realizing what it's going to take to put some of this shit to rest. Um, and unfortunately, when it comes to policing, and when it comes to police stopping this abusive behavior, there's only one thing that's going to stop this. And that's that's death. That's, you know, but it's going to be a sacrifice. More of us are going to die, you know. But I, I just wish that if more of us died, because many people get this and do this. When more of us died, more of us jumped on that and were willing to die. So it could even have a bigger impact. Because there's not enough Joshua Brown, people that are brave enough to do stuff like that. But I, I said it last week, you know, I was like, wow, people can still go into trial for these things. This fucking bitch murdered your brother. You see all that hug shit and all that bullshit. And even that, that's you gotta look at this case. I said, you're gonna have to kill this woman. You're gonna have to kill her kids. You're gonna have to murder somebody close to her. And yeah, somebody else gonna get murdered, but you know what? That's war. <laughs> that's war. But you're gonna have to kill these people, and that's just the bottom line. Anything less than that, it's not gonna really do it. You know, you have to put those people through the same pain they're putting you through. You know, you can't reason with the devil. It's like, it just doesn't work that way. But, you know, unless they have uh, no love for anybody around them, you know, when they lose people, you know, things will change. I'm telling you, things will change. Things will change. You, you want to go now and start a, go to whole another uh, 12 months in court for whoever killed. First of all, you're not going to find who killed this person because this is probably a hit. Uh, if it's not some real other stuff, then this guy uh, allegedly, like he was a, a former athlete, he was also an entrepreneur now. He was just like a business guy. He wasn't even in the street, so probably a policeman. That murdered him, so you're never going to find who did it. Just like those people in Ferguson, just like people in many towns where uh, people have made 
pushbacks against the police more than just, hey, going and filing a complaint or some shit. No, really getting national attention and pressure uh, put on police to where they had to maybe change their tactics or uh, slow down or anything like that. You know, you see it. You really see, uh, you know, what happens. And, and uh, you know, it's going to force things to the street. So, uh, unfortunately, I really wish that you could reason with these people, but there is no reasoning with, with these people. These people are evil. And uh, you have to think about this case. Like, you got to say to yourself, this guy, Josh, I mean, Botham John, like, he wasn't, he was really, he was it. Like, just, just a nice guy. So, it was, there was nothing about this guy that any person could look, even a black person, and say, oh, no, nah, he was a street guy. You know, that's why they're so angry that this woman, this woman was the drunk whore fucking her, her partner and, and filing uh, fake noise complaints and then going murdering the people she has beef with in her building. She was a terrorist. This guy was a fucking accountant. If you know any accountants, this is an interesting one. I'm a math mind, and I don't even have the, the, the temperament for to be an accountant. You know, I can sit and analyze data for 20 hours straight, but I couldn't probably be an accountant. So this is probably a, a very reserved, interesting mind, right? Involved with the church, involved with the community, gospel music, youth programs, just wasn't it. So even a guy like this, murdered by her, and listen, the woman fucking beat the system again. Like they, this retaliation tells you, tells you how they feel. And this is why we have the Jay-Z video out here because we're passing on. <laughs> it tells you how, how they feel. This was a, a regular guy, really a superb guy, murdered, and the woman only got 10 years. Probably get out of jail because she got a slap on the wrist and they re- they're retaliating for a murderous woman who got a slap on the wrist. You got to really let that sink in. The guy was not a thug. The guy was not negative. And look at his family. His family dealt with everything professionally. Didn't go, didn't retaliate, didn't do any street shit. You got the brother and the judge and these people hugging this fucking bitch in, in, in court. Clearly forgiving them, you know? So, guys, the last thing I want to talk to you about is forgiveness. And as you know, you don't have to forgive anybody. That's, and anybody who tells you otherwise, you tell them to respect you. Go fuck yourself. Especially anybody who's done an atrocity. Or, or really horrific actions. You don't, you're not obliged to forgive anybody. You don't have to forgive revenge, but you never have to forgive those people. You know, you just leave it up to hands that's bigger than yours, and that's the hands of whatever Lord that you uh, respect and pray to or whatever. You know, you do not have to forgive these people. They have other things they have to go through for forgiveness that are beyond you. If you want to be angry, you can be angry. You should be angry. want to, to inflict the pain that they've inflicted on you. That's natural. You're not evil. You're not sick. That's natural. Nobody has the right to snuff light from you. But you none of, nobody in that family that I saw in that courtroom, look like they even have the, um, his family had the potential to snuff lights out. Like, I know these devils can. I know the mind of these people. I know it very well. And it's a very sick, sick, sick mind. It's an intrusive mind. It's a mind that's not comfortable in, it, in its own place. It, it looks to destroy outside of itself. So you have to remember that. So guys, you know, you have some black people telling you to pray to Jesus. You have 
have some black people telling you to vote. If you want this to stop, start listening to those who tell you to learn how to shoot your fucking gun. Be prepared for anything. Know that if you stand for anything, they're going to kill you anyway. But die for something. But take something with you. Take something with you. You can inflict pain too. And you can also pass the message. One way or another, you can fight back other than fighting back within yourself. Guys, have a blessed day. everybody thanks for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate it here i just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments suggestions feedback positive or negative anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and think forward that email address is tthblk podcast at gmail.com once again tthblk podcast at gmail.com once again that's t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com basically it's the truth hurts but lies kills uh podcast and it's just abbreviated so the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated uh put into six different letters followed by the word podcast as one long word right t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com please get in contact don't hesitate anything you can think of suggestions other podcasts anything that you feel is relevant trust me we will look at it we will engage and uh, we will push the agenda forward thanks a lot guys